For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100 plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Sourcebooks and two of their latest picture books, Mermaid Day by Diana Murray and Luke Flowers, and a nonfiction animal book called Butt or Face by Carrie Lavelle. You can help support our sponsor by checking out these books and many more at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Sourcebooks, changing lives book by book. Welcome back to Reading Bug Adventures, written, performed, and produced by all of us at The Reading Bug, our family-owned independent bookstore. This week, it's a bonus full-story episode of our Greek adventure. We've been hearing from fans across the USA and the world, in person in our bookstore, and by mail and email. You can send your art and fan mail by email to talkback at readingbugadventures.com. If you can't make it in person to our bookstore, don't worry. You can shop from millions of books and titles and gifts for kids and grown-ups at our bookstore website, thereadingbug.com. There you'll find recommendations from our staff on the curated lists on our homepage. You can create wish lists for friends and relatives to shop from, and you can even put together care packages for super easy gift shopping online. If you want a perfectly personalized gift, shop book subscriptions at readingbugbox.com. Unlike other subscription boxes, Reading Bug Boxes include a selection of books that are handpicked by me and other expert staff members and personalized to the unique age, interest, and reading level of each reader. As the reader's skill and interest change, so do the books we pick. Whichever you choose, readingbugbox.com or thereadingbug.com, we thank you for your support. Thank you also to our sponsors and patrons, past, present, and future. You're part of what makes the Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, please visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Okay, reader, are you ready for an exciting adventure with me and the reading bug? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly! It's time for a reading bug adventure! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Hi, Reader. It's so great to see you again. I hope you're ready for an exciting new adventure today. I know I am. I don't know where we'll be going, but I'm sure it will be a whole lot of fun. It always is, isn't it? Every time we meet, the reading bug brings her magic book bag along, filled with her favorite books. And when we hop inside, we're transported to whatever time or place is in the book she's been reading. Where do you think we'll be going today? You know, I'm getting a little worried. The reading bug isn't here yet, and I haven't seen or heard from her all day. You haven't seen her, have you, reader? No? Well, while we wait, I brought a few things in my backpack to play with. I brought paper and crayons to draw with, of course, a frisbee we could throw, and a game of jacks. While we wait for the reading bug, do you want to... Lauren, reader, I'm here, I'm here. Sorry I'm late, but I just couldn't tear myself away from the book that I was reading. And then, of course, I had to put on my costume. Like it? We are just so relieved that you made it, aren't we, reader? But, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, reading bug, 
I think you're wearing your bedsheet, not a costume. In your rush, did you grab the wrong thing to wear? Look, reader, the reading bug is wearing a plain white sheet wrapped around her little bug body. If it covered your head, bug, you'd look like a ghost on Halloween. I'm not trying to look like a ghost, Lauren. And this is not a bedsheet. I'm wearing a chiton. In case you want to guess where we're going today, that's a hint. The people who live where we're headed all wear chitons. Chiton? I've never heard that word before. Have you, reader? So, your clue doesn't help me one bit. Can you give us another clue, maybe? Why don't I tell you the titles of some of the books in my book bag? That should give you all the clues you need. Great idea, Reading Bug. Reader, let's see if we can guess where we'll be going today based on the books in the Reading Bug's book bag. Let's see here. Some of the books in my book bag today are How to Train a T-Rex and Win a Gold Medal by Michael Phelps and She's Got This by Lori Hernandez. Stop right there, Reading Bug. Those two books have something really neat in common. Do you know what it is? They were both written by Olympic gold medalists. That's right, Lauren. Michael Phelps is a swimmer who won 28 medals in the Summer Olympics more than any other Olympic athlete. 23 of his medals were gold medals. And Lori Hernandez was a member of the 2016 U.S. women's gymnastic team that also won a gold medal in the Summer Olympics that year. She was also the first Latina to make it to the U.S. women's gymnastic team in 30 years. Bug. Please tell me that we are going to the 2016 Summer Olympics to watch these two superstar athletes compete. A trip to the 2016 Summer Olympics would be a great adventure, Lauren, but that's not where we're headed today. Why don't I tell you the names of some of the other books in my magic book bag? I've got Zeus the Mighty, The Quest for the Golden Fleece by Crispin Boyer, Pegasus by Mariana Mayer, and The Gods and Goddesses of Olympus by Aliki. Well... I know that Zeus was a Greek god, right, reader? And he lived on Mount Olympus in ancient Greece, along with the other Greek gods and goddesses, didn't he? But what does Zeus have in common with Michael Phelps and Lori Hernandez? Can you think of anything, reader? You've nearly got it. Remember, the Greek gods live on Mount... Olympus! Right! And Michael Phelps and Lori Hernandez are athletes who won gold medals in the... Olympics! (gasps) Oh, Olympus! Olympics! Right! I've got it now! The first Olympic Games were held in ancient Greece, weren't they, Bug? Yes, yes, yes! The first Olympics took place almost 2,700 years ago in Greece, and they started as a festival to honor the Greek god Zeus. They were named the Olympics because that's where Zeus and the other gods and goddesses lived. So, then reading, Bug, are we to visit the gods and goddesses of ancient Greece today? Yes, yes, yes! I'm wearing a chiton because that's what people who lived in ancient Greece wore. I've been reading all about Greek gods and goddesses, and I decided that we shouldn't myth out on the adventure to ancient Greece. (laughs) Amazing! Where will we be going? What will we do? That's the hardest part, Lauren. There's so much to see and do in ancient Greece that it's hard to decide. Did you know that the Greeks wrote some of the world's best plays? That's right. So we could see a Greek tragedy together today. We could. But ancient Greeks also invented the world's first pizza. It's called plakis, and it's a combination of herbs, onion, and garlic on top of flatbread. Yum. We could eat an ancient Greek pizza together. Yes, and they also invented geography, wind power, and geometry. Geometry? Eh, I vote for pizza. The Greek physician Hippocrates was the founder of modern medicine, and a Greek philosopher named Socrates taught people how to live their best lives. Wow! So much to do! So much to see! The ancient Greeks also built beautiful buildings, like the Parthenon. The Parthenon was a Greek temple that was built over 2,000 years ago to honor Athena, 
the goddess of wisdom and war. It's considered to be one of the greatest buildings ever built. I've heard about the Parthenon. It was a marble temple built by the ancient Greeks that had 46 upright pillars called Doric columns all around the outside of the building. I read that the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. was designed to look like a Greek temple, but it only has 36 columns. Can we visit the Parthenon today, Bug? I wish we had time, Lauren, but I don't think we're going to be able to. At least, not today. Because today, I really want to meet some of the Greek gods and goddesses. I read in Usborne, Greek myths for young children, that ancient Greeks were polytheists. That means that they believed in many gods, not just one. And the Greek gods and goddesses lived all around them in the fields and woods, the ocean, and under the ground. Their gods were huge, beautiful, and had superpowers, just like the superheroes we read about today. Wouldn't it be cool to meet some of them? I heard that Greek gods and goddesses were kind and helpful to people that they liked, but they could be mean and spiteful if they didn't like you. That's true. A lot of Greek myths are scary, like the story about the box that Zeus gave to Pandora. He gave her a box? Yes. Zeus warned Pandora not to open the box, but she was so curious that she opened it anyway. And when she did, all sorts of horrible things flooded out. Hate, jealousy, cruelty, anger, hunger, poverty, pain, and sickness. Oh, if we meet him, I don't think I'm going to be accepting any gifts from Zeus today. There are some scary stories, but remember, Lauren, myths aren't facts. They're just stories about gods and goddesses, heroes and monsters that people made up to help explain natural events or to support their religious beliefs or social customs. And, just like fables... Myths often have a moral. Do you remember the story of Icarus that we learned about in our airplane adventure? Sort of. Once upon a time, a king named Minos locked Icarus and his father, Daedalus, in a tower that was so tall that there was no way to escape. Daedalus decided to make wings so that he and Icarus could fly out. When Daedalus strapped on Icarus's wings, he warned Icarus that if he flew too low, the spray from the sea would wet the feathers, and if he flew too high, the sun would melt the wax on his wings. But Icarus forgot his father's warnings as he flew higher and higher up into the sky until the heat from the sun melted the wax on his wings and Icarus fell into the ocean and drowned. Right. Now I remember. And the moral of that story is not to become overconfident or prideful, right? Right. I don't know, Bug. Even if Greek myths aren't true, they are still pretty scary. I'm not sure I want to visit a place with so many scary stories. What do you think, reader? Come on, we can't miss out on this amazing adventure, Lauren. Okay, okay. We'll just have to remember to listen to any warnings that we receive along the way. But before we go, we should make sure that our bodies are stretched out and ready for the adventure that awaits us. Let's all stretch out together. Go ahead and stand up, unless you're buckled into your car seat or tucked into your bed, of course. And wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. I feel much better now, don't you? One last thing before we leave, though. Reader, did you remember to bring some crayons and paper with you? On our adventures, we get to be illustrators and draw pictures of all the amazing things we see and do. That way, we can capture the best parts of the story to show our friends and family when we're done. Pictures are how we'll retell our adventure once we've returned. I don't think they had crayons 2,700 years ago. So if you didn't bring them with you, 
You should probably go get them now. If you want to pause our adventure, the reading bug and I will wait right here for you. Okay, reading bug, are you ready to start this incredible adventure? I sure am, Lauren. Here we go. Magic book bag, we are ready to fly, to visit the gods and goddesses of the days gone by. Take us to where they live on Mount Olympus in Greece, so we can join them in their revelries. Reader, look! The reading bug is opening up her book bag. It's growing bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. And look, inside the book bag, there are pictures, lights, and words swirling all around. All from the books that the reading bug brought with her on our adventure. What do you see, reader? I can see tall mountains and deep valleys, and soil that's dry and rocky. I see olive groves and grapevines dotting the hills, too. I see a giant mountain rising high into the sky. <gasps> Mount Olympus! And on the mountain is a magnificent building with a giant room with 12 different thrones. Do you see it? The largest throne has an emblem of an eagle clutching jagged thunderbolts. I see women with long braided hair pulled up on their heads. Gold earrings, silver bracelets, and seashell necklaces. And I see men with short hair and long beards wearing tunics like the reading bugs that are shorter than the tunics that the women are wearing. Oh, and I also see some strange words floating by. Words like Pegasus, Gorgon, Sisyphean, Stadion, Pentathlon, Icor, and Griffin. I wonder what all those strange words mean. It's time to get going, but before we do, let's start on a count of three in Greek to give the book bag an extra magical boost. Repeat after me. Enna. Enna. Theo. Theo. Tria. Tria. Great job. Now count with me and let's jump to the book bag together. Ready? Enna. Theo. Tria. Jump! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Wow, reader. Look what's happening. We're going up, up, up into the air, high above the earth, and we're traveling backwards in time, too. Just look at my watch. It's counting backwards. Everything below us is disappearing. Our houses, schools, parks, and gardens are gone, and we're traveling over a large body of water. It must be the Atlantic Ocean, on our way through time and space to ancient Greece. We're quickly flying toward a peninsula that's jutting out into another large body of water. The Mediterranean Ocean, I think, which is where Greece is located. That's right, Lauren. That must be Greece up ahead, because it is surrounded by many islands of various sizes. I read that Greece has 227 islands. We're getting closer and closer to the ground. I wonder where we'll land. Hold on tight, everybody! We've landed! It's very quiet outside the book bag. All I can hear are a few bird songs. Let's crawl out of the book bag and see where we are. Look at this place. It's amazing. We're at the bottom of the gigantic mountain that we saw floating around in the book bag. Mount Olympus! It's so tall that I can't even see the top. And it's also very, very steep and rocky. It sure is. Reading Bug, I don't think there's any way that we'll be able to climb it. Have we come all this way just to turn around and go home without meeting any Greek gods and goddesses you've been reading about? I'm afraid this trip has turned into a misadventure, reader. Yeah, it seems like this is going to be more than a misadventure than a misadventure. I had no idea Mount Olympus would be so 
big. Sorry, I guess we'll need to head back home and rethink this one. If only you had wings like me, we could fly to the top of Mount Olympus together. Reading bug. Wait. I may have spoken too soon. Look up! Up? Why? <laughs> Whoa! Lauren! Is that a... a flying horse? It looks like a magnificent, beautiful white horse with huge, outstretched, feathered wings. So, yeah, I think it is a flying horse. But flying horses aren't real. Are they? Some people might tell you that talking bugs aren't real either, Lauren. But unless my eyes are lying to me, I'm looking at a beautiful white horse wearing a golden bridle and flying right towards us, carried on the air by its enormous white feathered wings. You were just wishing we had wings like you to carry us to the top of Mount Olympus, weren't you, Bug? Maybe this horse and its brilliant wings are our ticket to the magical, mythical adventure today. You know, I did read about a flying horse named Pegasus in us for in Greek myths for young children. Lauren, if that horse can fly, maybe he can talk, too. Now that it's landed, why don't we give it a try? Sure, but what do you say to a flying horse, er, Pegasus? Oh, hey, it's nice to meet you. (laughs) Reading bug. Would you mind giving us some Pegasistance? (laughs) Stop that. I don't mean to stir up any trouble, but we need to hoof it to the top of this mountain. (laughs) Never mind. I'll do it myself. Uh, hello? I don't know if you can understand me, but my name is Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend. We've traveled here to the foot of Mount Olympus from a faraway place in the future in order to visit gods and goddesses that live here. But the mountain is so tall and so steep that there isn't any way we could climb to the top. I'm not sure he understands. I'm just horsing around. Of course I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a relief. Good day to all of you, Lauren, Reading Bug, Reader. Time-traveling creatures are as magical and mythical as flying horses. And that must be what makes it possible for us to talk to each other. Perhaps all magical creatures speak a common language. My name is Pegasus. And yes, you are standing at the bottom of our home, Mount Olympus. Our home? You mean... You live here? With the gods? Wait, are you a god? Oh, sort of. I am a demigod. Lauren, reader, we know all about demigods, don't we? And I read about demigods in The Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan. The children of a god and a mortal are demigods. That's right. And a demigod can also be the child of a god and a monster, like me. A monster? Sure. My father is Poseidon, the god of the sea, and my mother is Medusa, one of three Gorgon sisters who have living poisonous snakes growing out of their heads instead of hair. Your mom has snakes for hair? Oh, that's not the worst part. All three Gorgon sisters also have the ability to turn anyone who looks at them into stone. Into stone? Reading bug, remind me not to look at any Gorgons today. Pegasus... Is your mother nearby? No, no, she does not live on Mount Olympus. Oh, phew. Have you always lived here, Pegasus? No, I used to live in the sea with my father, Poseidon. In fact, I once helped Dad slay a sea monster called the Kraken so that we could rescue Andromeda, a beautiful princess who later became my father's wife and the queen of the sea. 
After that, my father's big brother, Zeus, invited me to Mount Olympus, and I have lived here, off and on, between adventures, ever since. Your whole life sounds like an adventure. Hey, I have a good idea. Why don't I fly you up to the top of Mount Olympus? I've done that once before. Oh my goodness, thank you! We were going to ask, but we didn't want to be any trouble. We would love to ride with you while you fly us to the top of the mountain. Uh, Lauren, you might want to reconsider hitching a ride up the mountain on Pegasus. I just remembered one of the Greek stories I read. The first mortal that Pegasus tried to take to the top of Mount Olympus was the prince named Bellerophon. Riding on Pegasus's back, Bellerophon was able to slay a Greek monster called a chimera, who has the head of a lion, the body of a goat, and a snake for a tail. After that, Bellerophon became very conceited. Understandably. I'd feel pretty good about myself, too, if I was able to slay a terrifying monster like that. I don't see why we need to worry. Well, after defeating the Chimera, Bellerophon decided he was godlike and should therefore live with the gods. So he convinced me to fly him to the top of Mount Olympus. We had almost reached the top when Zeus sent a horsefly to sting me under my tail right on my bottom. What a surprise that was, and boy, did it hurt. I reared up in the air for just a second, and poor Bellerophon slipped off my back, and I wasn't able to catch him before he hit the ground. Did Bellerophon survive the fall? Yes, but he was wounded, and I still feel really bad about it. And he spent the rest of his life alone and unhappy because no one wanted to be friends with a man who had made Zeus so angry. So... Zeus got angry that Bellerophon tried to get to the top of Mount Olympus, and we're... Well, Zeus doesn't really think that mortals should be allowed on Mount Olympus, but I'm sure that this time will be different. Zeus probably won't use his powers to try and stop us. Use his powers? What kind of powers does Zeus have? Oh, man, what kind of powers doesn't Zeus have? Zeus is the king of Mount Olympus, where he rules over both gods and humans. His most famous power is the ability to throw thunderbolts that can level mountains, vaporize islands, burn entire cities, and even boil the seas. He can also control the weather, causing rain, huge storms, dangerous lightning showers, and big gusts of wind. He governs the functioning of day and night, controls the effects of time, and decides how long mortals live. That's... A lot. Zeus can also transform himself into all kinds of creatures, including an eagle, a satyr, a phoenix, a bull, an ant, a swan, a star, a bear, a shepherd, a goose, a serpent, and a vulture. Yikes! Reader, it sounds like a trip to Mount Olympus could be crazy dangerous, doesn't it? Maybe we should just stay down here and meet a few more gods and goddesses when they venture off the mountain, like Pegasus did. That seems a much safer choice. Oh, I doubt you'll meet anyone at all if you stay here at the bottom of Mount Olympus. Most of the gods and goddesses rarely leave Mount Olympus. After all, why would they? The air on top of Mount Olympus is filled with golden light and warmth, and each of the 12 major gods and goddesses have their own palace on the mountain. Each one is made entirely of gold or marble or other amazing things. That sounds incredible. Lauren, reader, we have to see it. Oh, it is incredible, Bug. The gods and goddesses all meet daily at Zeus's palace where they have feasts and drink nectar and ambrosia. When they drink ambrosia, the blood in their veins is replaced by ichor, a substance that makes them immortal. Immortal means they live forever. 
That's right. So why would they ever want to leave, right? You definitely won't be able to see them if you hang out down here all day. You heard Pegasus, Lauren. It won't be much of an adventure today if we don't take a chance and fly up to the top of Mount Olympus on his back. What do you think, reader? Should we hop on Pegasus's back and fly up the mountain with him, despite the danger? I'm really worried that Zeus may try to stop us, and with powers like Zeus's, we'd be no match. On the other hand, if we can make it to the top of Mount Olympus, we should have a pretty incredible adventure. Come on, hop on. I'm sure we'll make it to the top this time. At least I'm pretty sure. There's always some danger on our adventures, but we didn't come all this way just to turn around and go back home, did we? You're right, Bug. Okay, Pegasus. I sure hope your failed attempt to fly Bellerophon to the top of Mount Olympus taught you how to keep us all safe this time. I think so, Lauren. Think so? That doesn't sound very promising. Well, this time I'll definitely be on the lookout for horseflies and other dangers. No matter what Zeus may try, I won't be surprised. And I promise I won't rear up in the air and drop you. Hop on my back and we can start our flight right now. Come on, hop on. Okay. Reader, follow me. Make yourselves comfortable. It's going to take a while to get you to the top. Make sure your seats and tray tables are in the upright and locked positions, and please look around and locate the exits nearest to you, which are basically everywhere. <laughs> now, I'd like to invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your flight. Here we go! Up and away into the sunny blue skies! Pegasus, you have such a beautiful broad back. There's plenty of room for us back here, and you're doing such a wonderful job flying! It's such a smooth and peaceful flight. Thank you. Isn't flying fun? Flying is my second favorite thing to do. After reading, of course. <laughs> it is fun, and the view up here is stunning. We're surrounded by fresh, warm air, blue skies, and beautiful light clouds. The sun is shining brightly and glistening off the silver rocks of Mount Olympus. It's so relaxing. I think I could take a nap. Go ahead, Lauren. I'll let you know when we get there. Well, maybe not a nap, but I do think we could all use a rest, don't you, reader? While Pegasus flies us to the top of Mount Olympus, it seems like a good time to pause our adventure. Don't go anywhere. The Reading Bug and I will be right back in just one minute. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. 
New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Hi, reader. I want to tell you about two books that are just pure fun for summer. First, from the makers of Unicorn Day comes Mermaid Day. Swim along with us in this rhyming romp with bright, bold, beautiful illustrations for every mermaid lover. And how about a new animal book? Did you know the backside of an okapi looks just like a zebra? And which end is up on the Promethea moth caterpillar anyway? Big laughs and incredibly strange and amazing photos of animals will keep you guessing and giggling all the way through this nonfiction book. You can purchase these great books from Sourcebooks and many more by visiting thereadingbug.com, bookshop.org, or your local independent bookstore. Thanks to Sourcebooks for their ongoing support. And a special offer for our Reading Bug Box subscribers. We'll ship any books you choose on our bookstore website, thereadingbug.com, and that includes these books, free in your next subscription box. You must be an active subscriber at readingbugbox.com to receive this offer. Sourcebooks, changing lives, book by book. Hi, reader. Welcome back. I'm so glad you were brave enough to come back and join us for part two of our Greek adventure. There's a lot for us to see and do on our adventure today, but only if we can make it to the top of Mount Olympus, where the Greek gods live. Oh, stop worrying, Lauren. We'll make it. I'm sure we will. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure, anyway. Pretty sure? That doesn't sound very promising when you're soaring thousands of feet above the ground like we are right now. You know... I'm not sure why we agreed to let Pegasus fly us to the top of Mount Olympus on his back. Remember, reader, the last time Pegasus tried to fly a visitor up to meet Zeus and the other Greek gods, Zeus got mad. I'm not proud of it, but it's pretty hard to fly when you've just been stung on the rear end by a horsefly. Yeah! Zeus sent that horsefly to sting you, didn't he, Pegasus? And the sting made you rear up, knocking your passenger off your back. A fall from this height would be really bad. We're almost there, Lauren, and look around. Not a horsefly in sight. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Okay, okay. It is pretty magical riding through the crisp air on the back of a winged horse to the palace of the gods. Maybe I should enjoy myself a little. Whoa! What was that? I'm sure it was nothing. That was definitely not nothing, Reading Bug. It sounded like thunder. Thunder, but it's a beautiful sunny day, Lauren. It was a beautiful sunny day, Bug. Look! There are some really dark clouds starting to form at the top of Mount Olympus. And was that a flash of lightning? It sure was. In the pictures I've seen of Zeus in my books, he's usually holding or throwing lightning bolts. That's his most famous power. Do you think he might be the one causing this storm? Throwing lightning bolts? Reader? Reading Bug? Pegasus, what if he throws those bolts at us? Well, it's probably not a coincidence that this lightning storm has started. Not much happens on Mount Olympus without Zeus having something to do with it. But don't worry, I can still get you there. Just hold on tight. I may need to dodge a few lightning bolts. Dodge Zeus's lightning? That sounds terrifying! After all these years carrying Zeus's thunderbolts for him, I'm pretty good at dodging them. We should be fine. That is, unless Zeus turns into a griffin. Now that would be a big problem. What's a g- g- griffin? 
That's a griffin, Lauren. Look, flying out of the clouds is an enormous creature. Half eagle, half lion, and all nasty. I read about griffins in the Time Warp Trio, It's All Greek to Me, by John Sheska. They have the head, front legs, and wings of an eagle, and the body of a lion, just like that scary creature has. Are you sure that's a griffin bug? Yep, yep, definitely a griffin. That's not good. Not good? What do you mean, not good? It's heading right for us. Pegasus, what can we do? Why are you asking me? I've never been attacked by a giant magical flying carnivore before. I think maybe I should head back down to the bottom of Mount Olympus. You guys can hop off here. Hop off here? That didn't work out very well for Bellerophon. There must be something else we can do. I've got an idea. I read that the gods and goddesses on Mount Olympus love to listen to the tunes that Apollo, the god of sun, light, music, and poetry, played on his lyre. So, how about a song? Lauren, Peter, you're great at songs. If we're right that Zeus has transformed himself into the griffin, maybe your song can run him over. What have we got to lose? I'll give it a try. Uh, uh, song. Uh, here it goes. Beautiful griffin, so handsome and strong. You must be Zeus, the most powerful god among gods. It's like there's magic in the air because you can change forms. You throw thunderbolts of lightning that stir up a storm. We come to you in peace to Mount Olympus to learn about your reign here in Greece. Stay long. I've made up this song to prove we're worthy. Oh, Zeus, Almighty, what do you say? Great song, Lauren, but did it work? Well, we haven't been eaten yet, so I think that's a good sign. I think it's working. Look. The dark clouds are disappearing and the griffin is changing before our eyes. Pegasus, quickly, bring us closer. The griffin is landing on the ground and turning into a giant, powerful man with white hair and a long white beard. He's dressed in a white tunic and has a beautiful olive leaf wreath on his large, handsome head. He doesn't look happy, but he's a lot nicer looking than that eagle lion thing. The griffin. Pegasus. How many times do I have to tell you that humans are not allowed on Mount Olympus? King Zeus, please don't be mad at Pegasus. He was just trying to help us. Uh, My name is Lauren, and this is the Reading Bug and our reader friend. We are adventurers, and we came here today to meet the gods and goddesses that live on Mount Olympus. We didn't know that you had forbidden mortals from visiting, and we asked Pegasus to help us out. Yeah, yeah, they asked me to. Please, please don't eat me. Eat you? I wasn't going to eat you. I just wanted you to take these mortals back to where you found them. Lauren, was it? I must admit that I do love a good ditty, especially one that's all about me. You have a lovely voice. I'll tell you what. I make the rules of Mount Olympus, and today the rule is that adventurers who are traveling with a small red bug will be allowed to visit my palace on Mount Olympus, but only for a short time. That's very generous of you. You didn't let me finish. Only for a short time. And only if you are willing to accept a challenge from me. A challenge? What are you asking us to do? Oh, wow. Challenges from the gods happen all the time in Greek mythology, Lauren. 
A challenge is a task that a god like Zeus asks a mortal like you to undertake in order to secure or achieve something that the mortal wants. I've read about some of those challenges, and they don't usually end well, at least for the mortals. Lauren is right. Challenges don't always end well. For example, the goddess Athena challenged the mortal Arachne to engage in a competition to see who was the better weaver. Arachne's weaving was clearly better than Athena's, but instead of giving Arachne a prize, Athena turned Arachne into a spider. Wait, what? There's also the story of Echo, a lovely nymph with a beautiful voice like you, Lauren. One day, Zeus challenged Echo to tell stories to his wife, Hera, so that Hera wouldn't notice that he had left her. When Hera realized what Echo was doing, she punished Echo by taking away her voice, only allowing Echo to repeat what other people said to her. Then, no! No, I don't think we should accept Zeus's challenge! I don't want to be turned into a spider or lose my voice! Lauren, what choice do we have? We are between a rock and a hard place, just like Odysseus. Odysseus? The story of Odysseus is another Greek myth. On a journey called the Odyssey, King Odysseus had to pass between two sea monsters, a treacherous whirlpool named Charybdis and a six-headed monster named Scylla. Neither choice was a good one, but he had to decide which monster he wanted to face. Isn't facing no monster an option? No. And just like Odysseus, we have to decide whether to say no to Zeus's challenge and face his fury or to accept an unknown challenge that could be equally, or even more, dangerous. What do you think we should do? I don't know. Reader, what do you think? I think we should accept Zeus's challenge. We finished quests in our Camelot adventure and solved riddles in our Egyptian adventure. I think we can complete this challenge. All right, Bug, if you're sure. King Zeus, we have decided to accept your challenge. Glory to the Greek gods! I will take you to the mount for your challenge so all the other gods can witness my victory. But what is the challenge, your, uh, honor? Or, I mean, your majesty? Why, your challenge is simple. You must defeat me in an Olympic event of your choosing. Ha 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 ha! Beat you? But King Zeus, aren't you the most powerful god on Olympus? Don't you rule over all gods and all mortals? How could we ever expect to beat you in an Olympic sport? How indeed! <laughs> and if we can't? If you can't, you will suffer a fate worse than Prometheus. <laughs> worse than... Zeus had Prometheus chained to a rock in the Caucasus Mountains where every day an eagle, or sometimes a vulture, would come to peck out his liver. Every day? Yes. Prometheus is immortal, too, so his liver would grow back every night and... Oh, no. We're doomed. Reading bug, quick, open your book bag. Let's get out of here. And leave me here to face Zeus's wrath? No way, please. You have to stay, and we have to beat Zeus. There's got to be an Olympic sport that we can win. Think. But Zeus is so powerful and so strong. Yes, but so are we, just in different ways. Come on. I'm sure we can think of something. Uh, okay, what about ice skating? I took a few classes when I was a kid, and Zeus doesn't look especially graceful. I love the Winter Olympics, but they didn't start until 1924 in France. So I'm pretty sure those sports are out, Lauren. What about skateboarding, then? Or maybe beach volleyball? Those sports are really fun to watch on TV, and I don't know if Zeus would be any good at them. Great thinking, but those are modern sports that weren't a part of the early Olympic Games here in ancient Greece. I think we need to choose from a smaller set of classic events. 
I read that the early Olympics only include about 20 different events. Do you know which ones? Well, there was running and wrestling. Zeus is really strong and really fast. I don't think we could win either of those. There were chariot races and boxing. Again, I don't think we'd stand a chance. And which of us wants to take a right hook from a guy who looks like that? What about the pentathlon, then? Pentathlon? Yes. Penta means five, like a pentagon, which is a shape that has five sides. In ancient Greece, the pentathlon had five separate events. Wrestling, discus throw, javelin throw, long jump, and stadium. But how are we going to win five events when we can't even find one that we can beat Zeus in? We don't need to win all five, just three of them. And at least it gives us some extra time to make our escape if it looks like we're set to lose. Interesting idea, Bug. And who knows? We may be able to beat him after all. Look at Zeus. He's so confident he's going to win. He might just make a mistake. I sure hope so. Okay, here goes nothing. King Zeus, we choose Pentathlon. Aha, the Pentathlon, the ultimate test of athleticism. Ha ha ha, mortals against Zeus of all Greeks. Mortals and demigod, thank you very much. Pegasus, you shall yet pay for this affront, and once and for all, learn your lesson that mortals have no place among the gods atop Mount Olympus. Hurry, your challenge awaits. Pegasus, take these adventurers with you and follow me. But... And don't even consider making an escape, lest you suffer an even more dire consequence. Yes, Zeus. Did you see that? Zeus just disappeared in a flash of lightning! Lauren, reader, bug, hurry, hop on my back, and we'll continue our adventure to the top of Mount Olympus. Adventure? I did want to beat the gods of Mount Olympus, but not like this. We don't have a choice. You heard Zeus. If we don't follow him to the top to face our challenge, we're doomed. I think we may be doomed either way. Between a rock and a hard place, just like Odysseus. Right, Bug? That's right, Lauren. At least we'll get to see what the palaces of Mount Olympus look like. Everybody, on the Pegasus' back. Okay. Reader, follow me. Everyone holding on? And away we go! There it is! Mitikas, the peak of Mount Olympus. Straight ahead! Reader! Reading bug, look! It's... magnificent! The air is shimmering with a radiant glow, and the mountaintop is dotted with intricate, beautiful palaces, each unique and spectacular! There are tall white marble pillars lining the palace entranceways, spiraling towards the sky and adorned with intricate carvings and gold leaf. Look at that one. It's a pale blue color and the curves and valleys remind me of waves in the ocean. And look, there are carvings of sea creatures on the walls. That's Poseidon's palace, my dad, god of the sea. And that one has an enormous rose garden. I can smell the roses from way up here. There are rolling hills and beautifully manicured gardens around it, and the sound of beautiful music coming from inside. Aphrodite, goddess of love, lives there, of course. Oh, that palace is tall and classic looking. It looks like it's made entirely of marble, strong but covered with delicate carvings. It's bigger than almost any other building I can see. That regal palace belongs to Hera, queen of the gods and wife of Zeus. Then that palace must be Zeus's, right? Yes. 
It's much taller than Hera's palace. And instead of white marble, Zeus's palace looks like it's made of gold. Beautiful, shimmering gold that reflects the brilliant sun back over the rest of the land. It has enormous, towering spires at its corners that stretch up into the clouds. I've never seen anything like it. Look! Zeus is standing inside the stadium below us. There seem to be several others with him. Pegasus, I think he wants you to land. Okay, but I hope you've come up with a plan for how to beat Zeus in the pentathlon events because we're about to get this challenge started. Hold on, everyone. Welcome. I wasn't sure you were really going to show up, but I never underestimate the hubris and simplicity of mortals. I have brought several gods with me, all eager to see you defeated and humiliated. Judging today's sport will be my wife, Hera. Zeus, is all this really necessary? These mortals are not a threat to us. Quiet, wife. We must teach Pegasus a lesson once and for all. I have also brought my daughters, Athena and Artemis, and my son, Apollo, as witnesses to today's challenge. Lauren, Apollo is the god of light, music, and poetry, and Artemis is his twin sister, goddess of the hunt and of the wilderness. Athena is the goddess of wisdom and of strategy. I don't know how, but maybe she can help us strategize and figure out a way to defeat Zeus. Hermes and Dionysus are here, too. What do you say? Let's begin our little challenge, shall we? You picked the sport, so I'll pick the first event. Javelin throw. Oh, no. Oh, no? Yes, there's no way we can win this one. One of Zeus's greatest powers is his ability to throw bolts of lightning great distances. So? Well, for the javelin throw, athletes throw a long spear as far as they can down a field, and the one who throws it farthest is the winner. Throwing a javelin spear has got to be easier than throwing a bolt of lightning, so Zeus clearly has the upper hand in this event. Well, what are you waiting for? I insist that your team goes first. First? Pegasus, Bug, Reader, which one of us should throw? I have hooves. Not great for holding or throwing. And that spear is easily a hundred times bigger than I am. So I guess that leaves us, Reader. Why don't I give this a try? Pegasus? Any tips on how to make a good throw? I'll first pick up the spear. It's heavier than it looks. Now, run to the line up ahead of you to build up speed, and at the very last minute, before you cross the line, throw your spear as far as you can. That's it? That's it. Now, go! Okay. Here, I go! (laughs) How was that? It was a nice try, but... Not very far. Yeah, not very far. Nice try, Lauren, but I'm afraid it won't be enough. My turn. He... he threw it all the way out of the stadium. Well, I guess that was all right. Enough to win, anyway. Right, wife? Yes. There is no disputing the winner of this event. It is you, Zeus. Just two more wins away from my inevitable victory. For our next pentathlon event, I suggest the discus throw. What is it, Pegasus? Discus is another throwing sport, and you saw what Zeus did to that javelin. What do you throw in discus? A discus. 
It's a circular disc made out of stone with a smooth, flat surface. So, like a frisbee. I'm pretty good at frisbee. It's kind of like a frisbee, but much, much heavier. For this event, I'll go first. Where's my discus? Ah, here it is. Now, try and beat this. Reader, reading bug, Pegasus, look! Zeus! Only through the discus about 20 feet in front of him. He's making fun of us, Lauren. He doesn't think we can beat him even when he's not trying. Ha <laughs> ha, what do you say? Care to give it a shot, or do you give up? None of us will be able to throw that heavy stone even that far, Lauren. I have an idea. You do? Yes. You're always late to meet us for our adventure reading bug because you're always... Reading a good book? Yes. So, today, I brought a few extra things with me that we could play with while Reader and I waited. And one of those things was a frisbee. A gray frisbee. And I can definitely throw a frisbee farther than Zeus through that discus. What's a frisbee? This! Do you think anyone will notice? Not if we don't let them. Reader, Pegasus, once my frisbee lands, I need you to race out to it and replace it with a discus before anyone notices the swap. Think you can do that? Of course. I don't know, Zeus. You may have us beat. But I still need to give it a shot. Here goes nothing. What sorcery is this? By the gods! Look at that discus soar! Reader, Pegasus, quickly! Replace the frisbee. The winner, by an enormous margin, is the adventurers. The score is now tied one to one. But, but... Your hubris caused your defeat, dear husband. Quickly, on to the next sport. Stadion! Stadion? What's that? Stadion is a foot race. We need to outrun Zeus. Well, I guess I'm sitting this one out, too. I don't think my wings could carry me that fast. You're right, Bug. But someone's wings could. Huh. What? Me? Of course you! Look at those enormous, powerful wings! And your strong, muscular back legs. You were built to win this race. Well... I guess my legs are pretty muscular. Uh, but I can't beat Zeus. Even if I could, I wouldn't want to. He'd be even more angry with me. Or he might just learn that he can't boss you around anymore. He might? Well, when you put it that way, okay, I'll do it. Runners, to the starting line, please. Are you ready? Pegasus? You're to be my opponent in this race. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yes. Yes, I am, and I'm going to win. Ha ha ha. Unlikely. Ready. Ready. Take your marks. Go! Go, Pegasus, go! Zeus had a faster start, but Pegasus seems to be catching up. He's flapping his wings to help him accelerate faster and faster. Go, Pegasus! You can do it! Oh no, what's happening? Pegasus is slowing way down. It looks like he may be caught up in a gust of wind that's pushing him the other way. His wings can't help him when the wind is pushing against him like that. And Zeus is laughing. I bet he has something to do with this. He's the king of all the gods and has enormous and unparalleled powers. He can control the elements, fire, water, earth, and... Air! 
Lauren, Reader, we have to do something. But what? Did you bring anything else with you in your backpack, Lauren? Just this game of jacks. Jacks? That's it. It is? Yes. Reader, have you ever played jacks before? To play the game, you bounce a ball. And when it's in the air, you pick up as many of the jacks as you can. But the thing about jacks is they're metal. And pointy. And could really hurt if you step on them. Especially if you're... Not not wearing wearing any any shoes. Brilliant, Reading Bug. Look, Zeus isn't wearing any shoes as he races around the stadium. Quickly, take the jacks out of your backpack. Reader, help me throw them in front of Zeus. Ow! Hades take you, that hurts! It's working, Zeus has stopped running. And the wind around Pegasus has stopped. He's sprinting towards Zeus now. And passing him. Hey, wait, Pegasus! And winning the stadium race! again, the winner is the Adventurers. But, but they did something. My feet. Don't think I didn't see that little trick with the wind back there, dear. As far as I'm concerned, you got what you deserved. The score is now two to one. Lauren, reader, reading bug, did you see that? We just need to win one more event! The next event will be wrestling. Wrestling? You mean like... In wrestling, each competitor tries to throw the other to the floor and hold them there, or force the competitor to surrender. It's a grueling, physical, painful event. And look at Zeus's rippling muscles. He'd squash any of us like a... Bug? Bug? Yeah. Well, then we have no choice. We surrender! Wait, what are you doing? There's one more event. Competing against Zeus and wrestling would be pointless. We're bound to lose. It would be Sisyphean. Sissy what? Sisyphean, from the Greek myth of Sisyphus and the Rock. Zeus condemns Sisyphus to an eternal task in the underworld, rolling a massive boulder up a hill, only to have it roll back down each time, requiring him to repeat the futile effort indefinitely. Wrestling Zeus would be Sisyphean, because there's no chance of ever succeeding. I think you're making the right choice to surrender, Lauren. Someone could get seriously hurt. You surrender? Cowards! Afraid to test your skill and strength against Zeus? Well, yes, actually. The fifth and final event in the pentathlon will be the long jump. The score is now tied at two events apiece, and the winner of this final event will win the challenge. What's the long jump? And more importantly... How are we going to win? The long jump is just what it sounds like. Athletes compete to see who can jump the furthest. You just need to jump further than Zeus to win this event. Further than Zeus? But look at him. He's enormous. He's so strong and so powerful. Which one of us could jump further than him? I don't know, but we've got to try. Reader, how good are you at jumping? For this event, Zeus will compete first. Me? Oh, fine. Let's get this over with. Hey, I can't hear anyone cheering. Much better. Now, then. He's manipulating the elements again! Look! An 
enormous gust of wind is carrying him further and further away. It's the longest jump I've ever seen. We'll never beat that. I've seen longer jumps. You have? Of course I have. You have too. In fact, once I saw someone jump all the way to the moon. You did? Who? You, us, in my book bag, remember? One hop, two hops, three hops. That's right. Reading book, that's right. We just need to hop into the book bag and we can jump as far as we want. Yes. Reader, this final event is up to you, and it's going to be the longest jump any of these gods have ever seen. Are you ready? That was a mighty leap from the almighty Zeus, who will be competing from your team, adventurers. Our reader friend will. May the gods smile upon you, reader. Look, reader, the reading bug is opening her book bag, and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Ready, reader? On my count. One hop, two hops, three hops, and... Where did they go? I can't see them. Quickly, reader, out of the bag! There they are, and look at that jump! It's just past Zeus's! The adventurers win! You helped us win the pentathlon and beat Zeus's challenge. And save my hide. What amazing courage, athleticism, and innovation from this mighty team of travelers. It's not every day that mortals defeat Zeus, the king of the gods. You have my respect and my congratulations. And Pegasus... Your friends have kept you from facing Zeus's wrath. For now. Lauren, reading bug, reader, how can I ever thank you? Let's all lift our glasses to Zeus, our lord and king, and to this Greek myth's happy ending. You too, Zeus. Even defeat is softened with a glass of ambrosia. I offer you my congratulations. Now let's all lift our glasses again to Zeus, our king. Yamas! Yamas! And to Lauren, the reading bug and their reader friend. Yamas! Will you stay and join us in our revelry? We would love to stay, but as much as we've enjoyed our trip to ancient Greece, I think I can speak for all of us when I say that now we are mything our family and friends. <laughs> Good one. It's time for us to go home. But don't worry. We'll be sure to tell the stories about you and Queen Hera. And Pegasus. Yes, and Pegasus when we get back home. We'll also draw pictures of Mount Olympus and these spectacular Olympic Games. I welcome you back anytime for a rematch. <laughs> Look, reader. The reading bug is opening her book bag again, and it's getting bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. Let's all flap our wings three times and jump into my magic book bag together. Are you ready? Great. Count with me. One, two, three, jump! We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and 
And I think we saved the day We'll see you next time Goodbye book bag Now it's time to fly away Whoa, it's working! The numbers on my watch are counting forwards as we move forward in time back to the present. If you love today's adventure like I did and want to read more books about Greek mythology or the Olympic Games, you can read any of the books in my book bag. A complete list can be found at thereadingbug.com adventures. Oh, look! Just like that, we're back. Thank you for all your help on today's adventure, reader. Your skills and bravery helped us beat Zeus and save our friend Pegasus. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything as you grow You'll show this world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you Thank you so much for adventuring with me and the Reading Bug today. In just a minute, I'll play music for us to color to. And I can't wait to see you next time for another Reading Bug Adventure. Bye-bye. Goodbye. It's a Reading Bug Adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. Thanks to Sourcebooks for their ongoing support. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, Brandon Savage, Dan Shern, and Shannon Shern. Sound mixing and mastery is by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent bookstore in California. And we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you.